Podlita. Working models who are working. Captions crunch. Podlita. Conspiracy theory. Top model math. Podlita. That's not very elderly. Hi, and welcome to Podleadum, that's top model podcast spelled backwards, as ever. My name is Hannah Jane Ginsberg, and maybe we're going to be naked. Maybe we're going to be naked in coats. <laughs> I'm J.W. Crump, and hello, how are you guys? Looking tired. <laughs> and I'm Alexander Pryson. Say something, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we will. We will say so many things. We are here <laughs> discussing Cycle 10, Episode 5. Top Model takes it to the streets. I still hate it so much. A.K.A. <sighs> the girl who has a black friend. <gasps> <laughs> Alternate title, The Girls Who Don't oh. Impress Vendela. I mean, <laughs> does anyone want it enough no. for Vendela? <laughs> Vendela's like, no am one. I America's Next Top Model? <laughs> Do people want things more in Holland? <laughs> by the way y'all as a preview i did a deep dive into her history with top model and it is fascinating Ooh. all right um and also fascinating donating uh, what <laughs> to anchor.fm if you want to support the show you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash pod once again that's anchor.fm slash pod just like jakia another a very good top model name right i love this i love again the perfect top model name is is like fun short easy to pronounce but atypical enough it's not it's not again it's not one of our sarah's even though if your name's sarah believe you me you have a top model you're on the show you get to be on top model you just get to uh previously on it was all about pressing the flesh it was so gross. You, you knew they took exactly from Anya's quote. <laughs> There's just no way. Why would they word it like that otherwise? We're pressing the flesh. <laughs> and Amos was aimless. Less. Perfect. You know what? That's the right amount of copyright nonsense. I'm going to give that one to them. That was like an actual play on words. I mm-hmm. love that they were making fun of the name as well. The dumb <laughs> name. <laughs> and then we get into, we start with Fatima runway walk practicing and she actually her coat she throws <gasps> her coat and it creates a sepia tone flashback <laughs> I, the, I literally the, wish the transition had come from her coat just like a circle out to like woof. the coat the coat right where amos slept it was just <gasps> oh it was so good i also realized i was just set up to think that something else was gonna happen because Fatima goes I really thought that I was and I was like going home yeah I know and she finishes doing really well (laughs) I was like oh um she also says that she really needs to practice and then immediately does the same face from the meat photo shoot immediately does that Pekingese is that what the dog's called Mm -hmm. yeah that sneer and I'm like why is okay y'all why is this a sneer house I don't Anya, know. Fatima. It's a mouth. A- there's a mouth problem in this house. Mm-hmm. There's a mouth in the house? There's a mouth in the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Stacy. Hey, I'm sorry, y'all. I have I've watched the next two episodes. I've watched this one and the next one. Stacy Ann is actually becoming one of my favorite contestants of yes. all time. Agreed. 
Her, I'm here for her having fun in the background. Her <laughs> face while Dominique is talking to her is hilarious. You can see Stacy Ann being like, how can I transport myself away? <laughs> and then you can almost see her happy place is her just <laughs> giving a lap dance on an island. I wish everyone could see how much shoulder work we're doing every time we talk about <laughs> Stacey Ann. She, it's so, if Tatiana of Cycle 4 was always our like one sentence offhanded comment queen, Stacey Ann gives you face, gives you yeah. reactions like no one I've ever seen. No one does please stop on her face <laughs> like Stacey Ann. Stacey Ann also just makes her own fun. A lot of the girls who want to have fun need to bring other people into it, but Stacey Ann is content to make her own. Mm-hmm. And that is a person I can get behind. Was Stacey O was Stacey Ann was Stacey Ann an only child, perhaps? Oh, absolutely. Or like absolutely. a late in life baby. <laughs> Yes. And I'm going to say it. That's why this marriage has lasted five years already. Is Stacey Ann <laughs> isn't reliant on husband to <laughs> to get her to have She's a like, fun I'm Stacey a- Ann, and that's my husband. <laughs> 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 Dominique oh saying, God. I believe in me so much, it's not even funny. I understand how that's hard to live with, but I was charmed by it as a viewer. <laughs> yeah. This is also the first time we're actually seeing Dominique speak in third person. Absolutely. It it puts some credence mm-hmm. to the fact that maybe she was doing this slightly more often. And so when Tyra said something about it, but again, it's just bad editors, editing. It, <laughs> if you if you're gonna have Tyra mention it, you have to show it beforehand. That's the show's fault. Now it feels like her story producers being like, and how what would Dominique think of that? <laughs> oh, you you said the word I, Dominique. Could you Reverse that and say Dominique. Just repeat it back. Like exactly. (laughs) That would be great. Here's a script. Speaking of scripts, Marvita compares herself to the runaway bride, which is so funny to me. And they have, okay. So they, by they, I mean, Marvita, Amy and Kat have this really interesting conversation. Mm -hmm. That's actually like, I, I, We've got all these like big argumentative personalities in the house. I actually think the range of like perspective might be from Amy to Marvita. Mm. They've had very different lived experiences. Yes. Yes. And they can have a discussion with one another and be like, here's my perspective. Here's my perspective. They are different, but I'm listening to your side of this. Because Amy's like, but kissing and holding hands is cute. It's fun. And Marvita's like, no, I just don't do that. I don't like it. I don't do that. I, I can't stand that. Did anyone else find it strange that they had Marvita saying that she had been molested and raped over a shot of Marvita not talking? Yeah. yeah. I think that was brought in from another time. Yeah. They, they've been using that clip a lot. I truly wonder. We've heard it like four times now. I wonder if she said it once Mm -hmm. and then similar to what they did with kim the one time she said like that like i'm not just a dumb blonde or whatever that quote was and then they used it over and over again in those two episodes yeah also she says (laughs) who says i don't trust anyone it's is it marvita or is it i don't trust people is what marvita says hard cut to claire foreshadowing (laughs) i mean the hardest cut to claire me well other foreshadowing whitney when stacy ann says 
that she doesn't want to get fat like Whitney, which was like not the best Stacey Ann. But no, no, no. Hold up. This was so clearly a joke. Though. I know it was a joke. I know it was a like joke. in a fun way because she's like, I don't want to get fat like you. Mm-mm-mm. No, I'm not saying I'm not coming down on Stacey Ann hard. What I'm saying is at w- then Whitney's like, well, you can say anything to me because I'm Whitney. You can say anything to me. I don't care. Hard foreshadowing. <laughs> I was made very uncomfortable when Whitney said "phat" and looked directly into the camera lens. You're giving it a normal cadence because sometimes she said, "Perhaps you mean phat." <laughs> it was the direct into like you don't do that on Top Model. Do not look directly into the camera. That's not what the space is for, and I don't like it. You're supposed to be looking directly off at your story producer. <laughs> Also, I don't want to skip over because this is the the denouement of liking Claire. Mm-hmm. That Claire says some stuff that I fully don't want to repeat about yep. Marvita. And uh-huh. also the most coded, a different kind, a different category of girl. And I was just like, that's dripping with otherness to it that was just like. Oh, Claire May continues being the worst because then she acts out the Tyra scroll. So (laughs) this episode is just full of macro microaggressions. They are the largest microaggressions I've ever seen. And Whitney also does this whole thing about her plus sizedness is like, you know, totally okay and fine. And it is, but then she says all the other girls look like little boys. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you can be proud of yourself without well, taking down someone else. Body positivity is re- realizing that all bodies are fine. Yeah. Not just your body. Yeah, I don't think Whitney can do that. You can. <laughs> we can. Mm-hmm. I don't know Whitney who Whitney can. And I also get that at the time i do think it's one of those things where we were at a point where because there were so few plus size models and we never saw it that it was one of those things that i get that if you wanted to like hard course correct you might have to be aggressive on the other side i get that it's just again this is a lens of 2020 thing that i'm like oh this is not the way to go about that you know what is the way to go about that though dominique sitting down for the Tyra scroll (laughs) fully in a rolling chair couldn't be bothered why does Fatima bend all the way at the waist I don't I think Fatima is two parts she is two things she is (laughs) upper half and lower half and that's the only way they interact she really doesn't her upper and lower body don't communicate with one another Mm -hmm. not at all it's weird so and this is literal we go to a warehouse in Brooklyn <laughs> that I just assume is Vendela's warehouse. <laughs> Vendela's house. It, property is a smart investment. <laughs> I believed in this warehouse. <laughs> and if you believe in the warehouse, this is a terrible accident, but whatever, I'm going to push through. <laughs> and if you believe in the warehouse, the warehouse will win. But the warehouse has to win. But the, you're missing the best part of Vendela's warehouse. They're in th- spotlights. You have commercial, <gasps> couture, oh. catalog. Ha. And then Marvita said Vendla, and I thought, what the fuck? Because I didn't recognize her, and I was like, no. Who? Why are you yeah. saying Vendla? What are you talking about? <laughs> also, during those three reveals, they only, and I mean, look at it, only cut to doubly Amy. 
And I just imagine that if you actually saw the crowd shot, Amy's reacting to all three and the rest are just like, huh? Uh, What? (laughs) Who? (laughs) The reality I wanted to live in was one where commercial and couture were the same man (laughs) who just had to run very quickly. (laughs) Well, for a hot second, I thought it was Benny Ninja three times. Yeah. I also thought it was Benny Ninja three times for a second. The men didn't, the models didn't look like Benny Ninja, but they were dressed in the Benny Ninja-esque style. The body also, type was also not dissimilar. Also, I want to say this. Benny Ninja's new haircut can get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, was, Benny Ninja looks great. That was fresh as fuck. He I dresses how super he well this episode, too. He does. No more saggy, baggy bodysuit. <laughs> he, refu- he saw that footage and was like, <laughs> never again. Not meeting the inventor of the Vogue. Which is still not true, Dominique. Still not in the presence of the inventor of the Vogue. Also, Benny Ninja is not the Vogue inventor. It's not the Vogue. Okay. So I want to, I want to give you my Vindola deep dive. Ooh. Now's right now. good time for that, yes. Yeah. It, it does. Walk us it, through Vendela's warehouse. <laughs> can I get a Venn diagram, Mala? <laughs> and there it is. You almost can, based on this information. So later on in the episode, because Vendela is the special guest judge, she gets called and they show a clip and Tyra introduces her as the host of Scandinavia's Next Top Model. That's not true. Get ready. (laughs) From 2000, it's just not. I looked this up so many times to make sure. From 2006 (laughs) to 2008, she hosted the Norwegian version of Top Model, which was not called that. It was called Top Model Nore, like N-O-R-G-E. I don't know how to pronounce that. And then she also hosted the fourth cycle of the Swedish version in 2007. So she was double hosting for 2007. Ooh. Yeah. So this there is a Scandinavia version <laughs> of Top Model. And here's two fun facts. It wasn't hosted by Vendela. It had several different hosts. Most of the other Top Model franchises like change go through host a lot. Except for Heidi in Germany. Yeah. Right. Apparently. Just still doing it to this day. Um Scandinavia's top model wasn't hosted by Vendela, did feature Miss J. What? And also <laughs> in 2016, had an all plus size model edition cycle. How dare they? Oh, and thank I was just. You. So that happened. Yeah, no, of course. Happened. I'm saying, how dare they? Like, we've had it. Why couldn't yeah. we have it? Yeah. And that just shows. Now, here's some other fun things. She appeared as herself in The Larry Sanders Show and Murphy Brown, as well as the <laughs> TV movie. Romeo Michelle in the beginning. She was also featured in Johnny Bravo. Yep. As a fictionalized version <laughs> of herself. She just plays herself a lot. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm not over the new information to me that there is a made for TV Romeo and Michelle prequel. Yeah. 2005. I've never seen it, but I knew it existed. It is very legally blondes. Yeah. You know, in terms of how it is. Yeah. And the last thing is she was on Muppets Tonight as a space villainess in a Pigs in Space skit. <laughs> I love Pigs in Space. Yeah, I know. So good. So she's had a really fun... I Vindel is an interesting presence this episode because I mostly like her and I just think it's... She has a clear, a very Opinions. clear perspective. A very mm-hmm. clear perspective. Also, when I, when you said that she was host of both Norway's Top Model and 
the other one you Sweden. said. Sweden's Swedish. next model. I was like, oh, perhaps Tyra was just combining them or there was a weird season where they just did both back to back and so therefore it was Scandinavia stop model <laughs> until you gave the reveal that no that was a separate show altogether and again maybe maybe there was and maybe this information is inaccurate the Wikipedia entries and the other information on the the like non-American top models are suspect sometimes but weird like, we I'd... I I just it seems weird that she didn't just say Norway's or something I just love the idea that there's like a full region of Europe that found out about America's Next Top Model and we're like, oh my God, now we know what to do with all of our tall women. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> we need Finally. 18 versions of this. <laughs> every every cycle has 40 contestants. <laughs> <laughs> Their greatest export. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Miss Amon. No, I'm Fatima. <laughs> that was cute. This is the first time Fatima's done a cute thing. Yeah. So each girl comes up and he's going to like, they have to keep moving, right? And then he's going to yell out a pose. Sort of. No, this is more. So they say <laughs> that Vinny Ninja is going to explain the three C's. And that was not true because my husband also asked me to do that and I could not, which meant that I had not been properly explained to. Well, yes. here's the thing. Couture versus commercial. Sure. Great. You need catalog versus commercial. We could maybe give a definition but you have to give these contestants a definition of the difference guys i don't know what you're talking about benny ninja popped an invisible collar always made clear <laughs> yeah i'm pretty sure catalog means hold a piece of clothing clothes right yes that's exactly what catalog means it hold the piece that you're selling which i get girt tennis racket just hold it i just wish they had said like remember in catalog you're always definitely selling a product so make yeah. blah 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 sure you know. you know what product has not been sold to me dominique's butt chain <laughs> <laughs> why why is it hanging there what does it do <laughs> i thought you were just gonna say whitney because at one point <laughs> at one point for catalog she just pulls up her shirt She's like, <laughs> well, she she's does. holding it, Alexander. She sure, she it. does a full classic Anna Nicole Smith pose. Yep, and then is so furious that they call her Anna Nicole Smith. And here's the thing: I know uh, people probably have a variety of opinions on Anna Nicole Smith, her legacy as a person. She was a model, mm-hmm. like yeah. a pretty famous, well-known, iconic model, lust-sized blonde beautiful model who's not whose face was not dissimilar to yours Whitney why are you I I feel like in this show anytime you're compared to a model it's a good thing typically yeah they rarely say like oh look wow look how Christy Turlington of you like they they don't say that in a bad way so when you're compared to a model I don't know there's something there's something implicitly like shamey about the fact that Whitney doesn't want to be compared to Anna Nicole Smith I mean, I wonder at this time, because we also learned Whitney is Was not Was it very, like the downfall of Anna yes, Nicole's movie? Whitney is not very well uh, educated in fashion and stuff like that at all. I also just think Whitney as somebody who is constantly causing offense is very ready to be offended. Yes. Because that's how yeah. she sees interactions happening around her all the time. Yeah. Something, something in her life has put her on the constant defense. Yeah. Like ready to be offended uh, by stuff. On a lighter note, did anyone else hear that they kept, instead of saying couture, they just kept saying tour? I, I love that. I think it's silly that they did Commercial, it they, catalog, tour. I wish they'd done it for all three. Mercial, glog. Analog. Analog. Oh my gosh. So Benny hates Claire. 
And I'm not, I'm not against that opinion. I think it's weird because Claire goes up, does perfectly reasonable work. And then he's like, fine. And he's like, what did Claire do? I think Benny sees Claire for who she is, which is a tryhard. And it's just like, <laughs> mm, I don't buy it. Yeah. Now, okay. I don't know if I've actually said one positive thing about Katazinia. I'm going to give it to her. She took that executive assistant realness. And you know what she did? She sold a glove. <laughs> and she <laughs> she sold the absolute heck out of that glove. That invisible glove? No, she had a real glove. She was ready. Oh, she I did. Because, because, yeah. because Kat has carried three iced coffees to the executives <laughs> at some point. All right? That warehouse was not heated. Oh, no, it was not. Also, <laughs> Stacey Ann does her same, like, eight poses or whatever they always talk about. But this time, they're like, great, wonderful. Yeah. And I'm like, Stacey Ann's getting the weirdest feedback from people. Yeah. I did love that after they posed, Benny Ninja would be like, what are you selling? Like, I need you to think about what you're selling. Right. Mm -hmm. As long as you have an answer, I think that's that's all he cares about. Just have something ready to go. Because whenever someone knew what they were selling, it was just like, great. Yes. Anya's just like, Tamagotchi. Great. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's my best friend. <laughs> I, I clean its poops. <laughs> I don't subscribe to Tamagotchis. This is my Giga Pet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Get ready, y'all. Because uh. this phone list. That they the the team behind Top Model gloriously give us a full close up of the phone list, <laughs> the crossed out and rewritten. Oh, four minutes later, phone list. Okay, so first of all, the phone is just a Sprint cell phone plugged into a charger. Hilarious. Sincere question. Yes, is the backdrop in the phone booth their confessional backdrop? I think maybe because it looks like so. a giant screen. It's with similar. The New York City skyline they just do a tighter a tighter crop mm -hmm. it's also a very big phone room compared to some of the other phone rooms we had which makes sense if you have to have a producer and a camera well person. that's what i mean yeah, yeah. Well, you're so, spacing. thank you so here's the order of the girls in the phone list claire amy whitney marvita fatima cat anya stacy and spelled with an e on the end <laughs> No one could spell this this woman's name. And at this point, it feels like that in itself is a microaggression somehow. <laughs> Lauren and Dominique. So Dominique was last, which I think is a little important for context of this argument. And then everyone sort of, and wow. Alexander can speak to this a little bit more, but theoretically, everyone should be getting 15 minutes with a two-minute gap for transitions. And the, the piece of paper also said, leave eight minutes at the end, which something tells me that there was a very specific... 8.15 to 10.15 mandate there, there from is. production. Mm. There is. It's on the top of the list. That's like, what I mean. Like, I, yeah. I, I'm giving you the actual time, but it, they just said 8.15 to 10.15. I don't think that's from the girls. I think that's from production. Yes. So at the top of the list, Claire and Doubly Amy get 15 minutes. After that, everyone else gets eight minutes. And at first I was like, because I didn't see it was Amy. I was like, oh, maybe it's Claire and um, Dominique. Dominique because they People both have babies. kids. Mm -hmm. Right. That would make the most sense to Especially me. Especially if they were first before the kids go to bed. Went to bed. Mm -hmm. But no, it's 15 minutes for Claire, 15 minutes for Double mm -hmm. Amy, eight minutes for everyone else. Interesting. Weird. Very weird. And again, I would even somehow like if 
only Claire, I, I could still justify it in my mind. And maybe Dominique just wasn't planning on talking to her child. That's not what she says later. But like, why doubly Amy? It, exactly. Also, the crossed out early? ones, maybe. The, or there's just Mormon drama going on. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to get she needs to get up on it. <laughs> the first the first list that was crossed out was they were trying to do 10 minutes each, but it didn't map out. Mm, which I get. Okay, so hold up. I also love that Whitney ends a phone call by going, fabulous for me. (laughs) (laughs) More more insufferable. So at some point, Whitney's becoming a version of Sharpay from High School Musical. (laughs) (laughs) But the racist evil version. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like not the version that not the version that should have been cast because she put in all the time and effort. And how dare they cast this new bitch that doesn't have any interest in wanting all to do three musical? of us like Ashley Tisdale more than <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, see, I went right to the theater nerd kid version of this <laughs> comparison, which was the evil girl in the movie Camp. <gasps> sure. Also Absolutely. Good. <laughs> this. Okay. So Dominique misses her phone call. She was last. So that also just means phone time is, is closed. There is no way for her to now make this phone call because apparently there was a set time. A PA came in and unplugged that Sprint phone and <laughs> threw it away. It has no battery. It only has the cord. <laughs> yes, exactly. So at first, it, this is an interesting conversation because there's clearly so much information that we're not given up top. And I'm yeah. talking about the before it becomes accusations of racism okay Mm -hmm. so just the conversation where it's like because at first i'm like well yeah dominique if you were aware of this list it is absolutely your responsibility now i think it also would make sense in any polite society that if you know who was after you once you are done you're like hey dominique i'm done it's your turn like it wasn't it wasn't Whitney. whitney it was lauren which is why I think she's a part of this conversation for a while. Maybe Dominique says there was a miscommunication. I don't right. think Dominique knew about this list. That's what I mean. Like, mm-hmm. but 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 Whitney says that she told everyone. Now, is that one of those generic things you just say? Because maybe Whitney was just like made the phone list. Yeah, who knows? Is Whitney always making the phone list, or is this like a responsibility that changes day to day? Or is this the first time they've done it? Maybe somehow, like. Who knows? Because at first it really just feels like this is upsetting for Dominique, but generally just just feels like a miscommunication on a couple of people's sides. Mm -hmm. However, Whitney will not let this stand because as I think we clocked earlier, Whitney is ready to fight at a moment's notice. Yeah. And I'll say it. I'm always mostly on Dominique's side. Dominique sometimes words things in such a way that like I even feel that little pang of like excuse me and then Whitney always says things like I'm like excuse me to both of them meaning Mm -hmm. they both word things in such a way that I Dominique sometimes gets a rise out of me Whitney always gets a rise out of me and that's a volatile combination the first moment where I really was like are you fucking kidding me was when Whitney decided to throw out to Dominique that she had more education than Dominique. Well, that's what I mean. Why take it there? Well, also, why what? would you assume that? I assume Dominique has more education than me. I, like, well, the- that's and that's what Whitney doesn't understand is racism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just full the. This is what I meant earlier when I said like the most macro microaggression. Yeah. That's the what microaggression I mean. with a big red lipstick circle around it. Like, yeah. 
once it gets to that place, and I'm sorry, I'm telling everyone out there as a PSA, if you tell, I don't think it's ever proper to literally tell anyone in your life how much education they have. Mm -hmm. But also, if you're doing that to someone of a different race or different gender than you or whatever, like, it's always going to come across as racist, sexist, home, whatever. Like, because that's, that's, education is something that's tied to money and class and elitism and all those things that a white person saying it to a black person as Dominique is defining herself here. I don't know like her exact background, but like as she's representing, representing herself here, like how can you not see How can you not? Yeah. Like this isn't, uh, uh, this doesn't feel like a 2020 lens thing. This feels like something you should have known then. Yes. And then Dominique, in a very telling way, says, you're like talking to a brick wall who is racist all the time and starts walking away. Racist to everyone. Racist to everyone. <laughs> Which I'm only laughing because she says something later that's kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> because again, Dominique is a little like kooky at the same time. And yeah. that will always, that will always. Dominique undermines her own argument. A little. A little bit sometimes. It's okay. I don't I don't think she actually does. The way she did it comes across that way, but I, I think I, I understand what she was doing. I get where she's coming from. Yeah. yeah. She's saying Whitney is prejudiced and also racist. Yes. Yes. So Whitney then says something that, like, I remember when I first watched this episode, even dumb, ignorant, southern white boy JW understood how dumb what Whitney said was. It's become like a cliche. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fully. Because she goes, my best friend is black. Blink, 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 blink. As though she's got her. What a gotcha moment for <laughs> Whitney. Like, like she had it in her pocket the whole time. Like back when she and Allison were palling around. She's yeah. like, they don't know. One day they'll know. <laughs> Weaponizing it in a way that's ridiculous y'all i did not remember she said this so when i (gasps) mentioned in the past episode of like she probably is gonna say this or she's probably gonna say that i for sure did not remember it and then it happened i was like well it's gonna seem like i remembered it i just (laughs) there was another prognosticator but but also that's that commands a commercial break so then (laughs) we have to hear it again again. there was another thing she said that was so dumb to me where she went (laughs) you don't joke about being racist in the south and my husband and I were like, oh, up here in New Jersey, we joke about being racist all the time. I also, my thought was, she's not joking. No, she's this was not a serious. joke. I, okay, I'll say this as the token Southerner. <laughs> and I want to be very clear. I'm not defending Whitney. But you're from the actual South and not Florida. So, well, also very true. <laughs> I obviously like the joking, the wording was whatever. I, I'm going to get be like, more generous than I think my body can handle (laughs) and say that what Whitney might have meant was you don't just throw that accusation out willy nilly because in the South racism is a big issue. And that concept super generous JW agrees with like it's what I remember one time I was in a conversation, a full stranger, but friend of someone else I was in the conversation with came up was talking about, uh racism and just like well jw since you're from the south i assume you're probably more racist than the average person so blah 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 and that's not the only time something very similar that that has happened to me Mm. and look i get it south got a lot of problems that we need to work on but there was the smallest part of me 
that got like confused by Whitney for a second into being on her side for like that, like <laughs> micro, like, like millisecond of like, well, yeah, I've had similar experiences, but I was like, no, wait, don't, don't you pull out this Southern card on me, Whitney. <laughs> I think that's what she's trying to do she by is. implying that Dominique is joking about her being racist when right. she's clearly very serious about it. Right. That's what I mean. It is yeah. not the same. And I want to be clear about that. I did have that moment where like that, conversation came flashing back to me yeah. mm-hmm. and, but also here's the difference um in that conversation my friends i was with immediately defended me you know who defends whitney nobody also you know whose side i'm definitely on in this conversation marvita in the back with sunglasses drinking what looks to be either a zima or a smirnoff ice mm-hmm. with cat just draped on her and they're just <laughs> watching oh couldn't be bothered also people start peeling out of this conversation oh, yep. anya stacy ann lauren claire gone. eventually gone no one wants this no one's no one wants any part of this it is wild to me at the very end almost redeeming the conversation is <laughs> is whitney screaming where's the saran wrap <laughs> and that's our transition <laughs> that was insanity what on earth deranged (laughs) right before the saran wrap moment not actually before in the timeline but in confessional timeline Uh Whitney says I probably said some things that are were super out of line but you have to use different tactics arguing with different people yikes with racists honestly you have to use different tactics with racists you can't call them racist because then they flip out well no I think she's talking about herself right she's talking about the way she oh. was being and, mean and to Dominique that she is being purposefully more offensive to Dominique but yeah. is still offended when called on it this and she's not the only person Claire that will eventually <laughs> like do this tactic of like you know how Michelle Obama told us that when they go low we go high <laughs> This house does not believe that. Nope. This nope. house is when they go low, we go lower. We, we sink dig to the our very own bottom graves. as quickly as possible. Bottom like of the barrel. <laughs> when they go low, we reveal ourselves as awful. <laughs> uh. Well, Tyra scroll. And this is where I noticed there were shenanigans in editing because Whitney and Dominique are standing very close to each other during this Tyra scroll. I noticed that as well. Mm. I don't mm. know when this fight happens. It's so funny too. Also, they never show like, they very rarely show like, um, you know, like aftermath or apologies or anything like that. They're always so edited out. So you never know if this is also one of those things that maybe they like at least tabled well, for the time being or something. I think from my viewing of next episode, that didn't happen. Probably not. No. Just, <laughs> Whitney gets to be the sidekick villain next episode instead of the main one. <laughs> so captions crunch. When Lauren starts talking, it says Brooklyn accent. We need <laughs> to talk. About the way Lauren pronounces the word Brooklyn. 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 Yeah. Literally said Brooklyn. Her mush her, mouth. Her, her best friend Rahul from Brooklyn. <laughs> Brooklyn. Her mush mouth gets so bad this episode specifically it's like she went back to brooklyn and she like lost the it's it's like she's had an ice cube on her tongue for hours it looks like she went for dental surgery every day (laughs) addicted to clearly (laughs) 
there's a sentence I love once the dancers and other folks are introduced that are showing them a lot of movement where Dominique goes, she says a lot more, but I just love the sentence. They were draggish and they were beautiful. Yes. Did you see how happy Stacey Ann was about this <gasps> whole situation? Yes. She was so excited. So fun. Did anyone else spy Dominique Jackson? As one of the dancers. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Also, I love that just at first I wasn't here for dragish. I'm getting into it. <laughs> We've used it <laughs> enough that I'm like, man, maybe we should just say that word now. See, but um, I wondered, question. Only so when it's positive, though, to be Yes. Clear. <laughs> we saw Dominique Jackson. Is perhaps Dominique referring to Dominique Jackson whenever she's been talking in third person? And oh. she was just complimenting <laughs> Dominique Jackson. Oh, I love that. Um, So... After this performance, there's something really funny that happened to me, which is Benny Ninja goes, hello, ladies. Vindala starts walking forward from the group, but I just thought it was like one of the girls. And I was like, bold choice <laughs> contestant should just be like me. Wait, is Allison back? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but also Vindala, I love a supermodel that is fully like t-shirt, hoodie, ponytail. <laughs> Can I please talk about the swag tent yes <laughs> because the way vendela describes the swag tent makes it sound like someone who is explaining to a young child where models go when they die <laughs> the swag tent is a place where you get to go and there's tons of stuff and you get to take all of the stuff with you home it's a better place <laughs> And it's green, and no one can tell you to go to bed early. All the squirrels you want to chase. <laughs> it was w- weird, and it gets both more fantastic and even weirder when you actually go to it. So, Benny says something where he fully transposes two words, and it's my favorite thing, because Benny goes, we're going to take this team and break it into two groups. You mean we're going to take this group group. and break it into two teams? (laughs) Well, to be fair, he knows that there's tension in the house and he knows there's two teams in the house (laughs) against each other. So it's time for a pose-off war. Sure. Marvita brought her best coat that's made out of black and purple curtains, just to let you know. (laughs) The winning team gets to go to the happy place when they die and be in the swag tent. Mm -hmm. And the one who wins get something even more special oh but i'm not gonna reveal that team a is uh, of course described by amy first of all sure (laughs) because i'm surprised amy didn't just do vendela's job at this point (laughs) team a is lauren dominique amy anya and fatima team b stacy ann claire cat whitney and marvita (laughs) and that was that Y'all, it, y'all, in case it's edited out, I will let you know that there was what felt like a 17-minute pause after I finished <laughs> listing the teams. It got too polite in here for a second. <laughs> so they're told that they're going to go one-on-one, though. And then, so they ha- this is where they have to continuously move and pose. And then, this is very important, mm-hmm. when Benny Ninja calls out the category of commercial couture catalog, they have to hold the pose. Yeah, you freeze, they, basically. Once they you must get- hold. Yeah. We start with Dominique versus Claire. They're both strong. I thought Dominique was better. Me too. Me too. I thought that tie was kind of bullshit. Me too. Also, I'm going to say just from an editing perspective, don't have the first two that you show tie because now I'm just like, 
because now I'm expecting that's potential for all of them. And there were other times where I thought ties might have actually been more applicable. Does Claire have Louis Vuittons on? She's got shoes with a red bottom. She painted those with nail polish. Okay. (laughs) Marvita says that Dominique is good, but she's also kind of a drag queen. And I really just want to clarify to Marvita, who isn't here, you can look like something and not be good at what they do. Yeah, you don't like, gain I can all their put abilities. Like, I a white coat and look like a doctor and then be bad at surgery. To be fair, that 13-year-old boy did do that exact thing and then became an OBGYN for, like, a month. So... I'm upset and will <laughs> withdraw myself. <laughs> I, mm, I, I will see myself out. <laughs> Pull a curtain down. But, yeah, it's weird. This is also the first of the Marvita sad fessionals. Yeah, Marvita. I don't know. It's weird that this one's the first one we hear, but the tone in Marvita's voice is very depressed, Mm. and all light is evaporated from her eyes. Which is hard. It feels like something happened that we didn't see, Mm -hmm. and or we just haven't seen the breakdown of Marvita because. Until now, she's just been having fun. Yeah. Seems to be living her best life on the show. Yeah. Was there a moment in panel where the judging team looked bad that they finally edited out because they knew it made them look bad? A hundred percent. That's <laughs> literally what I'm thinking. I love, I can't, here, two things. I literally can't with Lauren and how she talks now. <laughs> but I also am absolutely here for her assessment if she has no idea if that gay finger wagging is booing or oh cheering. My God. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I remembered I had a flashback to me as a, like a young gay teenager being like, I love this idea of like, no with your finger, but yes with your mouth. <laughs> yeah. That is, it, there is nothing more queer culture than Lauren not understanding if it's good or bad because <laughs> I have been there and I've been like, uh-huh, more or less of what I'm doing. <laughs> I enjoyed confident Lauren holding on to her spike heel for dear life. She knows she can't walk in them, so why not just use them as honestly, weapons? Honestly, me too. Mm-hmm. I also love Stacey Ann, who her voice also gets weird in a different way because she's so excited. So she starts just like scream talking and she's like, and I was there and I was dancing, but that wasn't working. So I was like, I need to get on my back. (laughs) (laughs) And then she does. God bless her. I'm going to say it right now. I know I'm so biased. Stacey Ann won her round. And she did win. She She did? did? Yeah. Well then. She won over Anya. Huh. Hmm. (laughs) You just assume the show's going to fuck over Stacey Ann. (laughs) What well, kind of? Wrong. I also remember Anya doing quite well, except she fully sneers immediately. Immediately. Next, we have Fatima versus Whitney. <gasps> the battle of the assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Fatima starts with a rough look where she's like, Whitney is just one of those girls you hate in high school. If she had stopped there, it'd have been like, sure. And then she's like, one of those cheerleaders that just sleeps with all the football players. Well, to be fair, Tyra gave that character. And so she was just <laughs> recalling auditions. Well, but also, I'm really surprised that she didn't say because of that. All One of those cheerleaders who sleeps with all the other, like, girls' boyfriends or something. Like, this is just weird. Also, I want to say right now, I'm done. I know this was, like, a decade ago. I'm done with the stereotype that if you're a cheerleader you sleep around. 
I just yeah. don't think that's a true. lot of them were really prim. I was about to say all the also, trailers the I know were kids. The band kids are the sluts. They're the ones that sleep with everyone. And they're so good with their mouths. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? So much breath control. <laughs> their embouchure is titillating. They're used to spit. <laughs> <laughs> they're used to releasing spit as well. All right. We're, we're absolutely <laughs> done with this. Um, so then, then Whitney says a, a sentence that is not true, I don't think. Because then Whitney's like, and then she put her crotch in my face and we get a slow down version of what happens where it's like it, a current flashback yes <laughs> fatima is not close to whitney's face and also whitney if you hadn't dropped it like it's hot into a split then maybe her crotch wouldn't have been in your face ah uh, yes the split that made vindela cry <laughs> <laughs> i did love fatima describing getting in whitney's face as i saw it there and i was like maybe it's a nice pose i kept going i do kind of like i'd like that logic too whitney wins by default because fatima doesn't stop moving yep. and whitney does watch pose number one she does the janice pose yeah she kind of <laughs> does uh-huh. it's not bad i'm gonna say this if you give some of this is also I get that they're theoretically just saying commercial catalog and couture at random. But when they say, when it's Fatima versus Whitney and you do catalog, who's going to win that? Probably. Yeah. I'm just saying like there's there. Some of these, some of these pairings aren't equal in what type of model they probably are. Uh, Cat is just, I wrote exec assistant fell down. (laughs) (laughs) Why does cat dress like this does she only and i mean this seriously I, i'm not just coming for her does she not have any model basics she only has like corporate basics yeah they might just be her good clothes right it's kind of fascinating though because she's always dressed as if she's an associate producer on the show mm-hmm. also this pairing when they pair when they came up as the pair i just had to write thrilling with the <laughs> most stay of just like what a boring pair and then when cat wins how she was just doing a pooping pose <laughs> <laughs> i will say this it was nice to i think get our first catazinia talking head yes. i think so if so her first line is iconic to me where she just goes it felt cool to dominate <laughs> I, I was like where's this cat mm-hmm. who's just like casually like mm-hmm. this is the the beginning i think of it i hope so what i did love about amy is her combination of sequin tank and winter long scarf yep which <laughs> felt very real in a i just came in from recess in high school kind yes. of look. <laughs> yep absolutely absolutely marvita marvita's team wins yep which is important to note because it was four to two. Like the last round barely mattered. I guess they could have tied theoretically. Marvita goes, I kept losing points for them. So I'm freeloading, which was very fun. <laughs> also, then we get the reveal of the individual winner. And I screamed my head oh off. Oh my God. Claire wins. Someone Ow. we didn't even think should have won her round. Someone who did not definitively win her round because she tied. How does she get to be the winner? That is so silly to me. I would have absolutely, I guess if Team Stacey B wins, Ann. I guess Stacey Ann, but like, that I don't feels think like Team B was better, though, is the problem. Yeah, I that's think also true. Tima was probably better, but broke the rules. Dominique should have. So it was like Dominique, Lauren, Fatima versus Stacey Ann and Kat. 
Like, and I, w- I wouldn't have minded a Stacey and Anya tie, honestly. Anya did sure. pretty good. Dominique should have been our winner for this challenge. They right. should have had, like, here's the team that wins, but here's the best overall poser, Dominique. Yeah, and you get to also go with the team that wins. That would have been fun. Anyway, they get to go. This Okay, this introduces a person <laughs> who I am absolutely here for, and I'll tell you what? why. I, absolutely. At the no. end, y'all. At the Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. The and boring person ever. She makes I a love. power she makes a power move at the end that I cherish. Love that you are doubling down on Karen, Karen Wood from Backstage Creations. Also, resident her, of Backstage Creations. But her her Chiron is her Tyron's really weird because it doesn't say like president, comma, backstage creations or backstage creations president. It just says President Backstage Creations, which makes it seem like the, that's the name of the business. I also thought that for a hot second. <laughs> she asked uh, Kat if she's there for a job interview. She's not. She's part of the winning team. <laughs> and then <laughs> um, they get a bunch of... This is clearly just overstock from some event. Uh-huh. But it is cool enough stuff. The sunglasses look nice. I'm going from the pink guitars, like the Country <gasps> Music Awards. <gasps> Where... Also, I have a question about this tiara. Did Claire get this tiara from Benny Ninja to say that I was the individual winner? I love that. I thought that was her special prize for a a hot second. It was like real (laughs) diamonds or something. But they get like purse, shirt, eventually a hard cut to these pink guitarists, which is the moment I called Alexander and was like, because they just appear. They just appear. (laughs) And not everyone takes one. And here's the most amazing part. Claire gets a trip to Bora Bora. When she's getting it, Karen Wood realizes that Claire's not reacting to the right camera. Karen takes her by the shoulder and turns (laughs) her around mid-reaction away from Karen. And that is a president of a company, my friends. <laughs> Karen's like, I'm not doing two takes of this, Claire. Get your ass to I the right I have things camera. to do. I'm Karen Wood and I'm a president. <laughs> I realized this is where Marvita gets the sunglasses during the racism fight. <gasps> I'm only laughing because I'm just calling it racism fight. Racism because fight. in my head, I was so, this is the saddest, the saddest thing for the show. When you said racism fight, I go, which, which one? one? Oh. Oh, this episode. Oh boy. Whitney also thinks that she should have won because in a description that kind of defies her whole bag. Right. Yep. She's a plus size girl doing splits. I have the Nicole Byer book and she does a lot of splits and I love Yay. it. <laughs> By the way, y'all, that's a really good book. Uh, I think it's called So Fat, So Brave. It's really funny. Nobody's it's really funny. Yeah, I know. Uh, Marvita talks about being herself and she talks, she says that she's herself. 24 7 seven days a week <laughs> so not only 24 hours seven days a week but also seven days of those seven days of the week mm-hmm. i think i've discovered what new marvita actually is new marvita is maybe drunk marvita because we start seeing marvita drink a lot this episode yeah and it, she's drinking like 40s mm-hmm. a 40 at her one and point. lauren it is funny to watch her pour one in Lauren's mouth. <laughs> I remembered that being a lot more, but it's like clearly they're just like playing around. Fatima <sighs> decides didn't learn anything in auditions. To, nope. yeah. <laughs> not one lesson. Not one lesson from Shaya and Shaylinda got into Fatima's head. 
truly. Because Fatima, I'm using her word. I think it's important to say it for the purposes of like, to make sure if you haven't seen the episode, she calls Marvita Ghetto three different times. And that's not even the last time she'll say that word. And this, the, 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 as Hannah said, the micro macro aggressions of saying ghetto and hood and all that stuff to refer to a person or a thing over and over again really gets gross in this episode. And I can't believe Fatima, Fatima I almost want to like, like talk to her and be like through the TV and be like, Fatima, there are bigger assholes in this house if you just shut up. Yeah. She would be fine if she just didn't speak a lot of the time. Honestly. Which is true for a oh, few of these yeah. I really think she knows that this is offensive because she never says it to Marvita. It's always in a confessional. Which is wild to me because I'm like, that's still to somebody that's to national television. Uh-huh. It's, it's sometimes, I know reality TV producers are very good at their jobs and very good at getting you to say stuff that you might not otherwise. And you're also sleep deprived and stressed and all this other stuff. But at the same time, you still no they could use it this is my thing though Mm -hmm. i don't think fatima thinks it's wrong for her to say because i think she truly believes Mm -hmm. it i just think she knows marvita would get would yell at her or something about it yeah so instead she's still doubling down on it being like well i still think that she's ghetto and trash and all this stuff that she says about Mm -hmm. her but I'm just not going to say it to Marvita's face because I don't want to have a fight again. Mm, it's another one of I those. I was grateful <laughs> in the desert of awfulness to have the cute moment of Dominic yes. doing Marvita's hair. Yes. I was like, I, spe- I needed a moment of people being nice to each other in this <laughs> godforsaken house. I also loved the Tyrus girl. One of the few ones I could understand and read. LA is all about your car. New York is all about your coat. And then someone going... Maybe we're doing a coat drive. Great. Maybe we're going to be naked. Maybe we're going to be naked in coats, which I'm going to argue is not naked. (laughs) It is sexy, though. Naked in a coat, always sexy. Mm -hmm. That's you in your white doctor coat, Hannah. You're just naked under it. Hey, I'm your doctor. (laughs) I'm here to fix you. (laughs) Let's look at your chart. Mm, Not sexy enough? That's what I see. Let's fix that. Let me put this blood pressure cup on. (laughs) Where should I put it? Just lay it on top of them. Because I'm dumb now. (laughs) Yes. That's the character, Hannah. Get into character. I was about to say, you're your your character's naked doctor. Let's not I don't I don't 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 make me feel bad for making naked doctor maybe not the brightest bowl. Got a head. By giving head. How are See, you guys? Looking tired. So another photo shoot. <laughs> When he said looking tired, and I know it was my opening quote, but I was like, Mr. J, why? Here's my thing. Mr. J was not actually the art director of the shoot. Sutan was clearly art directing the shoot. Yeah. So Mr. J decided he was there to mildly bully everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Marvita is clearly hungover. Yes. Is what's Uh going on in this episode. But at least he has a glitter skull shirt from Seasons Yore. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that Mr. J says, for this, we're stripping away all the crazy elements, except for a ton of paint. <laughs> I'm going to go on record. We, we've talked about it. We love a beauty shoot. And mm-hmm. that's essentially what this is. I actually think 
I, I, I generally really like the idea behind this. This is something you could see on the cover of a paper magazine or yes. something. Oh, yeah. I'm here for the idea of this. It's described so poorly just to be like, we're going to do a beauty shoot, but we want to give it a little twist. So you're going to have to pose very quickly because there's going to be paint that's drying on you. That's a cool test that they kind of explain later. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Okay. And I'm. They also say he also doesn't understand what's going to happen. This goes into Hannah's point. He calls it paint splatters. It's not splattered. Drippies. It's drips. And I had to erase my like note where it's like beauty shots, quote unquote, with paint splatter. <laughs> Never mind. It's drips. I wish just one person just got blasted with paint. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I actually did type this. And I think I was just a little tired when I watched this episode because <laughs> gorgeous mm. human being person, Peter Buckingham, oh my arrives God. to be our photographer. I don't know if he says one word the entire time. I actually typed peter fucking ham <laughs> and then i looked at my notes later and i was like i didn't do that on purpose it's just my head was like peter fucking ham <laughs> this is the kind of crush object that makes you feel bad about yourself right yeah yeah at least he comes out of the episode unscathed because he doesn't talk yeah that's important the pictures they show of his stuff were not good they were, right they, they were right in the middle for me it was just kind of the kind of stuff where i was like this is fine i think this isn't our worst being really strong though the sh- yes the shoot is very strong mr j tries to psych out dominique again before she goes off why why does she and dominique herself has to say okay well let's just have fun can we just have fun like dominique herself is trying so hard to take back her narrative mm-hmm. and to stop for because imagine if you're Dominique and you're a young person who is in a competition where already most people aren't being very kind to you. You don't have a lot of friends in the house, and the person who's your creative director and all the judges constantly are like, too hard. You look you look like a drag queen, like blah blah blah. Every single time you eat before you do anything. And even when you get praise, it's from the perspective of I was shocked. Right. Now to actual tips happen which i like he gives an actual tip to lauren which says hey since these are like drippy elements that are kind of like live props almost he doesn't say that i'm being better (laughs) live props (laughs) almost you start posing now because you never know when we might just start shooting that's a great tip especially for someone like lauren who really does like activate at some point yeah and he also says hey whitney i think you think sucking in your cheeks biting on your cheeks etc is like helping your face you don't need it you need to like know your like figure out your angles and stuff but you don't need to like do that kind of thing i wrote down every mean thing he said during whitney's shoot great (laughs) because that's all it was there was you don't need to suck in your cheeks it looks a little jewelry ad find the happy medium it's just laying there like it could be a dead hand. Then it even extends to Sutan, who is on stage doing the paint trips. Sutan drips paint onto Whitney's tiny clutch. And <laughs> Mr. J goes, oh, artistic. Artistic. <laughs> I loved when they poured paint on that clutch. And he's like, ooh, artistic. Continuing to Whitney, I love <laughs> that you're opening your mouth and closing your mouth. Which I'm going to start saying to people. When they're talking. (laughs) Just like after five minutes of you half paying attention to someone, you're just like, I love that you're opening your mouth and closing your mouth. (laughs) Exactly. And finally, you can order one and blow one up. Which (gasps) I don't even know what that means. Oh, it just because her mouth was so open, she looked like a blow up doll. (laughs) Yeah, this is the thing. We should not 
Mr. J, anyone in this panel should not be praising Whitney for opening her mouth because that's all she does. I don't her think she was open. necessarily like, I mean, I don't think he was necessarily praising, praising her, her for it. Sure. It, was, shade. And, it was absolutely shade. sure. But that's like her whole fucking deal is just, uh-huh. uh-huh. And again, there's a big part of me that says if she had just come in real hard of like, I'm the second coming of Anna Nicole Smith, deal with it. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that would have really like been here for Whitney as long as she wasn't having the conversations she was having in the sure. house. But the, you know me, I love a I love a campy, a campy model. A I would have loved. I would have loved someone who's like, "Paint, you got it." Boop, <laughs> boop. <laughs> like, great. Sure. Give it to me. I and just after- pitched naked doctor for like a full minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for a camp moment. And after this extended shade session. They get a talking head with Mr. J where he talks about Whitney's effortless, timeless beauty. <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Remember how you said that Claire got all the editorial makeup in the meat shoot? Mm-hmm. I know these are all sort of editorial beauty shots, but they just love to eyeline the heck out of Claire. They, for some yeah. reason, the makeup artists have decided that Claire always needs a heavy eyeliner moment. I think it's because her eyebrows are not the ticket. So they're like really focusing on the eye. Maybe. I mean, I'm not even saying it looks bad, but it's why I think her makeup always has like more editorialness to it is they just give her so much eye makeup. Who gave Peter Fuckingham permission to be a golden haired preppy boy with a strong neck? I I Who mean. gave him the right? Can we just all imagine, just all three of us right now, okay. close your eyes, mm-hmm. imagine mm-hmm. Peter Fuckingham <laughs> in a heavy cable knit sweater oh this was stacy ann's happy place remember that heavy cole's cash sweater marvita had a couple episodes ago? oh yeah oh <laughs> imagine that on peter fucking him wrapped around him it's <laughs> <laughs> just wrapped around uh, the oh before we get to pay the only thing i wanted to say is marvita's had a very hungover potentially but also just dejected shoot mm-hmm. and also she's just he she was like he kept asking, what are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know. It's She's lost all confidence in herself as a model. And then she's just kind of sad and it looks like she's pre-packing and she's just wearing her little fireman's hat from that challenge. And mm-hmm. it's just like, ugh. Also, I'm going to say it right now. Something happened on one of these shoots to these girls' faces because everyone is breaking out. Yes. Yeah. Hard. I don't know what it is, but I noticed it on multiple girls and i i have sensitive skin i'd probably be right there with them i'm not coming for them for having acne but all of them do and it's noticeable when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply there are too many hands in Tyra's Where photo. did that third hand come from? It reminded me so much of that bald shoot with <laughs> I think it was Leslie or whomever that just had 15 hands in it. Also, why is Tyra like the nun saint of finger paint in this in this photo? <laughs> she like she was a kindergarten teacher that's like this would be fun and then all the kids did this to her. You know what her other hobby besides finger painting is though? Making wicker chairs because Tyra <laughs> 
Tyra is ready to be in a gazebo. <laughs> she is a w- wicker chair realness in she this dress. Are you talking about her dress? Of course. Yeah, I think she, it wasn't bad. It was a weird texture, though. It was wicker basket. Yeah, it was It was summer placemat. <laughs> yes. And again, I'm not saying it looks bad, but it was all of these things we've described as well. Were the girls given a brief? to wear black and white and red maybe because red all over they, all, they come out and i'm like what the, huh? we've noticed in more recent cycles this happens more often because remember there was that one cycle nine where everyone was in gray mm. yeah and i don't maybe it's the girls like are collectively putting on their outfits and they just are bored and so they're picking clothes that kind of like oh hey everyone let's wear a black and Match. you know paulina looks amazing vindola yeah. is introduced by tyra as Miss Vendela supermodel Vendela. Not like the other Vendela. This is the supermodel Vendela. Why do we not say her last name? She has a last name. I, but she also got Tyron with just her first name. So maybe at this time she was only going by Vendela. I mean, it's a good one name name. Mm. Yeah, it's just. By the way, y'all clock Vendela because Vendela is not here for any of these women. <laughs> no. No, one one. Wants, no one wants anything more than Vendela. <laughs> Tyra describes the shoot for us. Slightly more accurately than Mr. J. And the paint was dripping in your eyes, and I'm sure it wasn't that comfortable. So let's get started. I <laughs> I feel like she inspected, expected some sort of reaction from everybody. Yeah. That did not happen. Didn't. Like, oh, oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> this was bad. <laughs> also, we're not going to add drum roll to the list of Tyra's talents. <laughs> No, that is not a talent at all. (laughs) Why did Dominique make that face when she was called? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Because even Tyra clocks it. She's like, oh, what was that face? It's not like she was nervous or scared of her photo. She was just like, oh. Maybe it was that she was called first. Dominique didn't expect to be called first. Why is Dominique's shirt like that? Okay, I love Dominique. Dominique has some dressing Uh. She's not the best dresser. No. I don't think she's one of our fashion people. I didn't hate it as much if maybe the white ties on the hips were gone. Yeah. A lot maybe. of Dominique's clothes have unnecessary ties hanging off of them. I like to imagine she just like, that's how she keeps things. She carabiners things to herself. <laughs> she likes dangly bits. Yeah. And I mean, who among us huh? can say we don't like a dangle? <laughs> Jenna was like, I love a dangle. I love a dongle. <laughs> When Dominique's picture comes up, and we'll talk about the picture, the first thing out of someone's mouth, and I know it because captions gave it to me, was colorful. Great critique. Thank you. <laughs> it's like, that's like being like, paint. Model. Just <laughs> describing it. Model on screen. <laughs> I think her face is quite lovely. I think her hand looks bizarre. Yeah, it does look a little weird. It just looks like so almost like a claymation hand. Those bracelets look great, though. I would wear those chunky bracelets. Yeah, it's very much an ad for these bracelets. Clearly. Also, this is stunning in a non-Dominique Yeah. Like, it doesn't look necessarily like Dominique. No, it's transformative. She looks gorgeous. And she's her eyes are so activated. It's kind of what they say. She does look softer. And, you know, like, I hate the way they've talked about her hardness. But it is true that it is nice that she can produce something that's this, like, soft. When they're talking about her and they say that she looks like a fine girl in a club usually. And now she looks intellectual. Why are we on the Whitney train production? Right. Also, I'll just say this. 
we talk a lot about on this show about implicit bias and microaggressions and macroaggressions this week. Um, <laughs> but it just reminds me, I was an economics major, so it's like micro and macroeconomics. That's all <laughs> I can think of. At some point, microaggressions just become aggressions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just, intellectual, that's such a weird, I just, I can't believe, they. I truly can't believe they said that. That's just... It, that's such a first of all it's nonsense for the photo it has nothing to photo. do with the photo and to pivot also to the stereotype of girl in the club when last week she was too mom-ish <laughs> yes she's never given me girl at club energy no. because ever. the only and the only way i would ever like maybe again I'm I'm just I'm opening my bag of generosity and giving it to people is maybe if the model dressed <laughs> like she was going to a club if she like like april if she came yes. in seasons past maybe like then i'd be like you kind of just look like a girl in line for the club or mm-hmm. whatever but that's a that's an outfit thing you you can't physically look like you can't physically have the body of a club goer <laughs> <laughs> fit and sweaty perhaps <laughs> sweaty's all i'll give you <laughs> okay so Anya is next. Yes. Why don't they like this photo? I think this is a nice photo. I kind of get what they're saying that there's a little lack of intensity, but I think the the framing and the body positioning is quite nice. The one thing I don't like about this photo is she's veering into that sneer again. Like veer into that sneer. Yeah. I mean, maybe they've mistaken her sneering for intensity because I'm just so happy to not see the full sneer. Me too. Yes. I will say it also looks like she they gave her a makeover because you can't see any of her white hair. Mm. So it just looks like she has a purple bob now. Yeah. But I thought this picture was fully fine. I did too. I also did. She also, it's not her best, but she's had a, a few good photos. Yeah. She also, for me, is the looks the best out of anyone in person in panel. Looks like she is ready to model. Which they all disagree with. The panel totally disagrees with. Yeah, that's true. Interesting. We also get Tyra saying, what you need to do is squint with an eye open. And she gives us a full smizing example. But also makes it seem like it's really hard to hold. Yeah, she's I'm intense. Doing it, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. Okay. But I'm just shocked that we have danced around smize. I forgot that it took so... We're, it's still seasons away. <laughs> but she keeps talking. She hasn't figured out how to brand it yet. Yeah. yeah. And one day we'll land on super smize. Ugh. Oh, happy day. Katharina is next. This is probably the best cat photo so far. Oh, yes. for easy. And this is easy. definitely a clutch ad. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. She got some intense makeup that no one else got, too. This, like, red under the eye. I, uh, I called it ketchup and mustard in my notes. I, a little bit. If, it is a little bit. If you bit. photoshopped out the clutch and put a burger there, it could also be a really high-end Carl's Jr. ad. Sure. <laughs> but I'm just so happy the cat has a photo I like. Truly. Mm. Oh, she has a little turquoise tear as yeah. well. Huh. No, I like the And what's interesting is Kat made that. That wasn't there. <laughs> Cry. She cried that out. Yeah. So the next person is Fatima. And before we get into what happens, the first thing I wrote was armpit, not for what they complain about, but because I don't like armpits in photos. Same. Right. And we've all been on record that the show's even told us that. Remember that time we had to agree with Danny? i'll never get that piece of me back Uh, (laughs) so this shaming is not the look panel i guess the jaunty fiddle of shame comes in (laughs) (laughs) 
they're just so freaked out by this and also like Fatima's reaction is so sincere like oh I I just didn't know that this was a problem I just never shaved this is not it's not come up no one said this to me no one's no one said it to me during the shoot yeah there's so many questions why didn't Mr. J tell her to drop her arm why did they pick a photo when her arm was straight up in the air? Why, if it was such a problem, did they not just say, hey, Fatima, here's a razor? If that's really what their problem is. Yeah, I wrestled in high school, and if you had too much of a beard, they would give you a razor and cold water and tell you to go for it. Uh, I, there's a lot of bleeding from the faces in wrestling. I know you say that is a bad thing. I have never used shaving cream and literally just... Cold? I can, cold yeah. water? warm or cold it doesn't matter but i can go both directions i don't break out i have a soft beard and durable skin what? is so, your skin made out of tyra's dress tart <laughs> <laughs> yes it oh. is <laughs> um they make so is- much fun of her that they literally do some top model math <gasps> how dare you nigel parker and this is when vindla starts her do you not want to be here? Do you not want this? You're not taking this seriously. And this, you can see this like break Fatima's heart real quick because she's very much taking this seriously. And like, yeah. she just did not expect this at all. And I think it's so, I hate that they go to the angle of you didn't shave your armpit. And because you didn't shave your armpit, you're not taking this seriously. Especially since Fatima's just like, clearly just like happy to shave if you need her to yeah yeah she was just not told to and i think again this might be a little bit of a 2020 lens thing but also clearly it's not because fatima wasn't shaving then either but like yeah if part of a model is achieving a specific look and they might not hire a model with hair in certain places if they don't want that for the look i'm not agreeing or disagreeing with that i'm just saying that that's factually accurate but the way they present it is that she should have known yes that it's, i also just don't yes. love that we're equating shaved and clean right yep especially yep. because she looks so gorgeous in this photo Hmm. again would have loved her arm down just because i don't like the arm up <laughs> it's just very it's just very deodorant commercial every time <laughs> her face is so beautiful you know what that's a challenge for all of our creative directors out there give us an armpit photo where you're not selling deodorant <laughs> put, put i'm selling a tamagotchi <laughs> <laughs> just, put, just again carl's jr burger right in the pit <laughs> lauren is next what happened to her shoes? I know. I'm pretty sure I know. So there is a pair of silver pumps that have been worn by several different people, Lauren included. And at the end of this episode, they are in Marvita's suitcase. <gasps> they were Marvita's, I think. I don't think Lauren actually has her own shoes. I yeah, because think that she yeah. is borrowing shoes from other people because she didn't come to the house with shoes and we have not seen a jaunty shoe shopping trip. Well, that being said that they did get those packages early on where she had to put on high heels. So she does have a pair of high heels that she was- But they're those with. weird strappy yeah, ones. she was wearing the silver ones during the voguing posing challenge. Interesting. And they are Marvitas. Interesting. This is so funny. And what's so funny about this too is Lauren's the tallest- I actually don't think that her wearing black Converse's is the worst, is the worst thing. thing, to be yeah. honest. Like, if she styles the rest of herself really well, I think it's brandable. I think so, too. Especially when they reveal later that she's 6'1". I do love the joke when she was like, they were like, how big are they? Size 10. Oh, girl. <laughs> this queen stole that. That was fun. In it a was good fun. Way. The one nice thing about having all these, like, drag 
performers and other folks from like the House of Ninja, maybe, and like his yeah. friends, at least, I'll say, is that like Miss J living their best life talking about like that community, which I think is really fun. This is like when Top Model's cool when they're just like putting some queer culture on display without it being like commented on exactly, but in yeah. a fun, like, yeah. in a fun way. I like it when that happens. I think Lauren's photo is pretty great. Yeah. Very good. Uh, th- Very good. This is the one that I really see why they put the gels over their mm-hmm. eyes. It's not just like weird, like cyberpunky future, mm-hmm. but with the light going through it, it basically throws makeup on her it, face. Yeah. But it's very cool. And Lauren can give chin straight to camera without looking like like she her chin's taking over the shot, which is a great, great job. But again, Vendela wants seriousness. <laughs> Vendela must have been the worst host, right? Well, just they're apparently the only criteria for Vendela is like wanting it and taking it seriously. <laughs> Don't She's smile. on the wrong Don't laugh. cycle. Takes it hey, seriously. Hey guys, I have a question for you. And it's a little mm-hmm. top model math, and I get it oh. if you don't have an answer right away. How many inches does a recording artist's neck have? And how many inches does a model's neck have? Because one I know more. that just, <laughs> I just know that one more inch will take me from recording artist to model. And I'd love to try to be both. <laughs> Claire's picture. <laughs> Claire's, which is to me in the on your realm of fine. 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 Yeah. Again, this is a mostly successful. She has the least amount of paint of everyone in this shoot. Because it's yeah. all in her eyes. <laughs> it's all up in her eyes. <laughs> Except she has one little dot on her arm away, uh, that's away from the paint. Where did that little little zit of paint come from? <laughs> Alexander, you know full well, full well that's her breast milk. <laughs> oh, God. Whitney is next. This photo is very bad. I don't say very bad. I think it is one of the least successful ones. And I think it's literally exactly what we saw being shot in the moment. Comparatively, it's quite bad. Sure. Her eyes are so dead. Yeah. Her mouth is so slack. It's the eyes that ruin it for me personally. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like she stood there and someone dumped paint on her and she's upset. Yeah, And then she pointed to her one ear like, listen, (laughs) you missed a spot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been a mostly successful run of photos, and Whitney's right now is absolutely the least successful. Yeah, and yeah. and it it's harmful to Whitney in the in the competition because Whitney has self described as saying beauty shots are my thing because my face is my best, and then moves her hands a lot. Asset, <laughs> <laughs> and so. JW, you she's... just captions crunched yourself. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's, you know, the editors were like, oh, really? Is it? Mm. Is it though? <laughs> and then we get to Marvita's shot. Wait, we didn't do Amy. Oh, is Mar- Amy is last. Amy's last, sorry. It just feels like Marvita's last because I'm like, how do you even talk about sure. someone after Marvita? So, yeah. Marvita's picture is very bird pooped on her. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, her co- and that's the face. It's, it's too. very much Marvita's commute was ruined by that bird. Yeah, she's just like, face. what a day. I will say this. I do kind of like what Tyra says about like, well, there is a very specific emotion coming through. It just wasn't really the appropriate emotion for this concept. That's true. What I didn't need to hear <gasps> was that. This was National Geographic meets French Vogue. I also don't think we needed to hear from Paulina 
it's a little bit like Orphan is doing modeling. Which starts the weirdest argument for <laughs> Vendela versus Paulina, the battles of the supermodels. But the topic being debated is, is Orphan, who is a model, good or bad? <laughs> oh my God. On the scale of Orphan being a model, is it good or bad? I just... Is it one of those hot orphans or one of those ugga orphans? Forever orphans, as we sometimes call them. Oh, God. Is this an ethereal orphan or a cynical orphan? <laughs> cynical, because her hair is dark. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but yeah, it it first of all, it's not that. Again, you're only saying National Geographic because it's a black model. Yes. I just... This episode's a little... We talked about it beforehand. Me and Alexander did. We saw each other before. We didn't see each other. It's quarantine. We we spoke to one another. <laughs> and we were just like, this episode's kind of hard to sit through sometimes. Uh-huh. Like, it's been a while. Like, it's it's been a while since we've had an episode where there's, like, not enough levity for all the, like... Well, slog. I think it's also coming from last cycle where we didn't really have any of that kind of drama. And then we were reminded that we're still watching Top Model and this cycle... <laughs> was gonna bring it back Woo. Uh, I, could, I, I think i just now i know kind of why you maybe like implicitly didn't watch cycle 10 as many times hannah as other yeah. cycles i totally forgot about all this stuff truly there's a lot of yeah, toxicity in this house and this cycle yeah. yeah well there's a lot of toxicity on the next person's face it's stacy ann and this photo she looks like it's gonna get gross this is very bukkake on Stacey Ann's face. Ooh, there is two so things. One, these are all bukkake. Don't <laughs> act like that's not what this is. Okay, so she had the biggest circle yeah, jerk exactly. around her because there is so much paint of so many different colors. Here's the thing, And though, it's all over her. This is a great photo, though. Yeah. This, no, it is good. This lipstick out of a photo. Oh, my. Her lips oh look amazing. God, her whole face looks amazing. And, like, she also is doing the kind of half-closed eyes Whitney is trying to do. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I saw this photo and I was like, look, listeners, I get it. If you don't like Stacey Ann for whatever incorrect reason, I get it. <laughs> and I know I'm standing for her really hard. And I I I I I pick You gotta have one every cycle. I pick a contestant and I really go, here's the thing though. Stacey Ann, Lon L. McPherson lingerie photo aside, has had some of the best photos every single time. Agree. This is a good photo. And she has the most to deal with and acts through and yeah, the highest degree it. of difficulty yeah. for sure. And luckily the panel likes it too. Tyra says yeah. something where she points to her neck and says that sometimes Stacey Ann squats too much. And that, my friends, is a hunch. Yeah. <laughs> It's also a, just a lighting issue in this photo. You don't squat yeah. with your neck. Squat with your, your quads. Yeah. <laughs> Double Amy is last. And I mean, y'all. I'm going to agree Ooh. with you, JW. She looks stunning. Gorgeous. And luckily the panel agrees, but they're, the panel actually kind of can't verbalize their feelings about the photo because it just pops onto your screen and you're like, oh, this is a photo that literally nothing could improve it. No, this is very Vogue Italian. Yes, there is, and this is eye makeup that I usually hate. I hate consumptive I eye makeup. I would get. I would. I'm, I feel you. I feel you. And she looks so good. She just like it looks like it could be an ad. It looks like it could be a cover. Her skin does not have a flaw. And Ugh. then Paulita yeah. says that she sometimes thinks Amy looks like a real girl instead of a model, as if Amy's normally <laughs> Pinocchio walking around. <laughs> and I'm just like, Paulita, that's one of those things. Like, those are you can be a real person and a model. Now, I will say this Amy has never really once dressed well for panel. 
No. She doesn't dress poorly or tacky. She just dresses like she's like a Mormon. (laughs) No. She dresses like an 18-year-old girl. girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she just loves to ponytail, cover her body. Sweater dress. She is flat iron those bangs to they cover her entire (laughs) eye. (laughs) She does the opposite than Natasha did with a bang. She was like, ooh, a bang? Let's see if I can get more of it. (laughs) All the way down. Yep. Maybe she licks it down rather than licks it back. The judges will deliberate and we'll find out which one of you is what, Jay? Thin paint. What does that mean? Nothing. And then even wilder. (laughs) When they return, Tyra asked the question, which one of these girls is going to be water-based paint dark? As opposed to acrylic? That's the paint that goes home. (laughs) It doesn't stick around. It's easily washed away. It's for children and walls. I will, maybe. Again, because my generosity factory is flowing free today. (laughs) Give Miss J, like, without a second take, thin paint. But then knowing that she had the time to say something, she says, water-based paint? Darling. Darling. Like she's Crystal Connors. <laughs> and it's so easy. Like, if you want to say something stupid like that every time, I get it. That's what Top Model does. Just be like, which of these works of art isn't going in the gallery? Fine. Fine. Yeah. Which of these girls' bukkake circle has reached its climax? <laughs> 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 Who has to eat the biscuit? Oh, uh, why? This is the first time we're going to get that explicit rating on the, yeah, on the say, iTunes. Oh, no, that one person who listens to their kids. <laughs> oh, why? No, no. That's their own choice. <laughs> yes, and we appreciate them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you. So this is where I had to write the note. Vendela hates fat. <laughs> oh, Paulina and Vendela finally come together on one issue, and that issue is Whitney. <laughs> Vendela has decided that because Whitney did that split, which is of all the reasons to dislike <laughs> Whitney. this thing. Yeah. That's the most likable thing about Whitney. She was like, she was like not taking it seriously. And I'm like, the opposite was true. Whitney was trying to win and was pulling out all the stops like a desperate drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> and then she did win. Yeah. She did win that round. Well, it was on a technicality. But still. Still. Yeah. I do like Tyra's assessment. And you know, it's rare that we get to say that. Where she talks about <laughs> Marvita and she says, I think Marvita is giving up on the competition before it gives up on her. I don't know if it's accurate. I can see why Tyra would think that, though. Why does Nigel keep insisting, both to her face and when she's not in the room, that Claire doesn't have obvious beauty? This is a woman with a very symmetrical face. Who's pretty striking in person except for how she dresses, which they barely commented on. Don't understand. Also, since when is it a negative to be versatile? A chameleon. When they're talking about Amy. It's so funny that... Amy so clearly has a stunning photo, has mostly taken stunning photos, again, except for the the, the meat shot. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, everyone, you know, a lot of our top contenders have had one bad week, which keeps things interesting, but mostly good weeks. They won't let Stacey win this. And also, I think Stacey, I mean, Stacey, sorry, Amy, they won't let Amy win this. And I think Amy does look like herself in every photo. I agree. Yeah. I think the problem is, is that Amy doesn't have a particular feature 
that's like strikingly atypical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She doesn't have that model. It's kind of, you know, to be fair to Pauline, it's kind of like, yeah, you just look like a real girl, like a real person. Like a she's so plausible. Yeah. It's too plausible. <laughs> too plausible. <laughs> it's working. Too plausible, them. too plausible. <laughs> <laughs> talking so about lauren funny. paulina says that she lumbers out like young frankenstein and i really hope that paulina is a big mel brooks fan i get that energy honestly <laughs> that would make me very happy <laughs> i love that paulina just like has a soft spot for lauren i do too yeah someone needs to stick up for lauren because lauren gives good pictures and because she Young Frankenstein's her way through panel never gets much credit. It feels like the first call. Oh out. wait, we got okay. We got to give acknowledgement. Alexander to Tyra did what? A good enough bit because mm-hmm. <laughs> they talked about stealing the shoes. Tyra claims that she did it. Pulls out her probably actually size ten high heels, yeah. and then Jay gives some great uh, slang from like uh, the the drag community, etc. Mm. Said you know better than be mopping and boosting. I love it. And then Tyra ends the bit. And I'm like, that's the right amount, Tyra. Yeah. You did a cute, small, quick bit and didn't, didn't need to have the final word. So call out order. Stacey Annis first. Yay. Which I didn't expect, actually. No, me neither. No. Then Dominique, also unexpected. But I'm happy about Not for the picture. Yeah. Then Claire. No. No. I mean, she's the challenge winner, I guess, but no. But no. Cool. Then Anya. Mm, why? I'm no, just surprised yeah. they gave her that high. Yeah. Then Lawrence. Lawrence is good. I mean. Yeah. I know, but- then then Doubly Amy. Yeah. Wait, wait. How is she six? How is Doubly Amy not second or at least third? They praised her picture. Then Cathagena. This also her best photo so far. And then Fatima. Punishment Fatima. Yeah. yeah. Third place. Oh. Uh, when they call Dominique, Tyra says, the softer side works, which is a great toilet paper ad. <laughs> <laughs> so this leaves Whitney and Marvita in the bottom. It is actually our two worst photos of the week, which is a refreshing change. That's true. Who do we think is actually worse, though? Whitney. Whitney's is actually worse. It's a worse picture. But they are both pretty bad. Oh, I'm not saying Marvita's is a good picture. I'm saying at least there's a something about her picture yeah i think the problem is is that they just decided that marvita's fully given up because both whitney and marvita also get the you're not taking this seriously you're not invested anymore it they try to say that whitney and marvita are the same person and that couldn't be further from the truth it just seems so produced whitney's facial expression during this whole thing you do not want to see that face coming at you from a dark alley (laughs) that is the face of murder (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wonder if truly spoiler 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 Whitney ends up winning the cycle because Tyra's like oh I don't want Whitney coming after me <laughs> <laughs> so Whitney stays obviously yeah. Marvita goes home Marvita says something that breaks my heart she says I overcame my fear of doing what I love most which is it doesn't break my heart in the sense that it's it's actually a pretty sweet sentiment but also, I'm just like, oh, Marvita, that's a heavy thing to put on this modeling competition. Yeah. yeah. She also says she's get, just going to keep knocking on doors until somebody answers. Yeah. Which is the thing that people who work in creative fields have to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So absolutely. I, hope, I hope we're 
about to hear good things from you, JW. We're not going to hear a lot, unfortunately. Her name is Marvita Washington. So second, I think this is the first time we've had a contestant with a previous last name of somebody like Eugenia and the Marvita. I found what I believe to be her Instagram, but it was private and my requested access hasn't been granted. (laughs) Model, actress, vegan chef, health and fitness guru, juice queen, which I like to imagine just because she always says I'm juiced. Seduced. She branded Anchorage, Alaska born. It must be her. San Francisco raised. Yep resides in new york city so it's either just someone who knows a lot about her or it has a really good fake but we haven't seen a lot of those um no they're usually really bad the fakes are really there was an interesting thing from one interview it wasn't a lot of information but this was actually her third time auditioning oh so one time she didn't even make it to the semifinals or whatever so this was a journey of at least three times where literally she got a little further each time which is kind of interesting I also know I didn't get a chance to watch it um, because while I think they're probably pretty high quality, they're pretty long. I think that um, Oliver Twixt, is that the name of that person who does the interviews? There's there's someone named Oliver on YouTube who, you know, a bunch of you have mentioned to us as well, who's been doing a lot of interviews very recently with past contestants. And I do believe there is a Marvita one. So if you want an update on Marvita, I believe there is a very, very recent interview that I could look at. I looked at a little bit of the footage, exact same, still stunning face, uh, et cetera. Unfortunately, didn't have the horse main wave. Uh. <laughs> I was told by a listener, and I don't know this is true, mm-hmm. but I was messaged that sure. Marvita apparently also lied about therapy. Uh, as a uh, in Tiffany, the, right, like, right, right, right. I know what you're referencing. The counseling that apparently, I, I'm, ju- I'm just saying what I was told. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. true. Don't take it as fact. I'm just saying apparently marvita also uh faked that to get on the show again. oh wow top model does not check up on people when they say they get therapy that's interesting to me because i feel like she must have at least read a lot of self-help books because she's got a lot of the language of it yeah mm-hmm. i'm just saying we have been gaslit before <laughs> so it's not it's not unconscionable that we would have been tricked again i remembered marvita staying for longer yeah did either of you feel that way? Yeah. Well, yes. And I also think this this was the weirdest thing for me with Marvita on the show. She had storyline, then no storyline, then away. Like, we, there seemed to be a huge chunk missing out of Marvita's edit. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That we weren't shown for some reason. Because it seems like she goes from, like, doing okay. Like, she's taking great pictures. Mm-hmm. The panel doesn't really like them. But she's taking great pictures. And then all of a sudden, she's the saddest person. Yeah, I'm really... Yeah. I'm really- bummed about that i i think i was probably the one of the three of us who was most standing for marvita i like her a lot i think she's really beautiful in a very specific unusual way atypical and i enjoyed her on the show so much more until suddenly her narrative was sad yeah 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 and it really bums me out that that's the note that she had to go out on because she was so fun she had a great year you clocked it in another episode she was very witty mm-hmm. had a great sense of humor seemed to get along with multiple people in the house which in this house seems like and had a goal of getting along with people yeah. in the house. and was a drama squelcher mm-hmm. which this house which this house needs, needs. <laughs> goodness me yeah i i just it's interesting because i think marvita is someone who's very remembered part of that is because she did appear on two cycles technically yeah and i do and think she has name. like an, it's yeah. great memorable name that no other contestant had and also she had a memorable makeover like she's got all the makings of like 
almost like an all-stars contestant, yeah. but at the same time didn't actually go that far. But if you think we go far, you should rate, review, and listen to this podcast. Uh, follow us on Spotify. Go to Podchaser. You can also send us an email at podleadum.com. Uh, we love hearing from you. And we just released a bonus episode where we read a bunch of your emails. And thank you so much for everyone who writes in. And we hope to, mm-hmm. we got a, I got a bunch of really positive response, like messages about that and people tweeting about it. So we'd love to do another one of those eventually. So pe- please keep sending us potential discussion topics, unpopular opinions about cycles that we've already covered, all that good stuff. Also, a lot of you, speaking of Spotify, mentioned that we were included in your Spotify wrapped. And a lot, so great. And a lot of those were people we had, I don't think we'd ever seen or heard from. No. And so it was so nice to see that because we get we get such feedback from itunes thanks to the reviews but not so much with spotify so it was kind of cool to see all the folks who listen on spotify yeah and i and i don't i'm not sure how much uh the listeners out there realize we actually got our own spotify wrapped as podcasters yeah so we got to see all the metrics that were very sweet yeah of like huge engagement over 100 countries mm-hmm. yeah it was really Isle of man loves us <laughs> loves us and i'm gonna say it right now if the country name is anything like what i imagine it to be <laughs> i am here for the trip or it's one man who really stands <laughs> isle of stan <laughs> in the year of our lord 2020 it is it's it means a lot to see how we've engaged with you so thank you. yes thank you you've made keep- our 2020 bearable <laughs> Uh, you can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. You can continue to find me and my cute son, as so many of you have, on Instagram <laughs> at Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And hey, y'all, I'm on Twitter at JW Crump. And be sure to use the hashtag PodLeadem anytime you talk about us, because that's how I eat. And I need you to feed me. Yep. So for PodLeadem, I have been Alexander Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm JW Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podletum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.